What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bobby Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by a very special guest, my first ever guest appearance on this podcast. I'm joined by Holly Reardon. Uh, I just recently discovered her content on TikTok. Uh, she posts great self-improvement videos, workout videos, just day-in-the-life videos on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. So definitely go check her content out. She posts great advice, just great videos all around. Absolutely love her content. I'm so glad I was able to get her onto this podcast. So yeah, let's get into it. Hi, Holly. How are you? Good. Hey guys. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Just had some classes in the morning, have lab in a couple hours, so pretty busy, but I really do appreciate you coming on, taking your time out of your day. Um, yeah, no problem. Just working, had some time. Oh my gosh, you saying that you had college classes, it's like bringing me back. I kind of miss having like structure to my day and college classes going on. Oh, I totally get that, but you know, classes, college does kind of suck, so... You're not really missing out on a ton, as I'm sure you know. Oh, definitely. I don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, and I actually, uh, I first found your account a couple, like, weeks ago, like, pretty recently. But, uh, like, I started watching a bunch of your videos and, like, I could instantly, like, relate to your content. Um, it's kind of, it kind of felt like you were, like, reading my mind at times. Um, so I really do, like, I, I love all your content. Um, I think you provide great messages for people because some of the stuff that you, you know, dive into... Um, a lot of people have a hard time kind of expressing. Um, so I, I really think you're, you know, doing some great stuff. And you're also on YouTube, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been on YouTube for a while. It's a slow growth on YouTube, but it's definitely super fun. I definitely like, I love TikTok and like how it's so easy to record and post. But I think I love YouTube the most because I like just like vlogging and carrying my camera around and stuff. But um, yeah, TikTok's great, but I do really like YouTube a lot. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Because with TikTok, uh, you don't really have to spend too much time making content. Like I think I spend like, I don't know, maybe five minutes a day making, you know, TikTok content, you know, saving in my drafts and whatnot. But like YouTube is like a whole nother game. Like you have to be like dedicated and like you have to have proper equipment and like it's it's just a whole nother level. So like I salute you for that because YouTube is a just a whole nother grind. Oh, yeah, it's difficult, but it's fun. Um, do you post like the you know similar content on YouTube than you do on TikTok? Yeah, I feel like on TikTok a lot of people will ask me for like my morning routine or like what I eat in a day, and like I can do that and film it, but I always feel really constrained on TikTok, constrained on TikTok almost because it's like you have this sixty. I think actually there's like a three minute window now, but. I don't know. I don't like to mess around with that. So there's like a 60 minute window and it's like, okay, it's hard to film like a day in my life on TikTok or like what I eat. And you can do it. Like I do it, you do it too. But like on YouTube, it's like you have all this free range and um, I'll post like what I eat in a day or just like vlog my week. And you can just fit so much more content into there. Like I've had vlogs that are like 40 minutes long because there's no like rules on YouTube. It's just whatever you want just go with the flow. But yeah, I post very similar things on there. It's just more in depth. Right. Yeah. Cause there've been so many times like where I'm like trying to make, you know, content on TikTok, but I don't have enough time, uh, with, you know, within like the three minute window, even though three minutes is kind of a long time for the content that, you know, I kind of post, but still there are times where I'm like, wow, you know, this really wouldn't fit. Um, so yeah, YouTube, you definitely have more free range, like you said. Um, and is there, was there a, like a certain motivation for why you started posting on social media? Like, was there, you know, do you have, did you have any goals or like, do you just kind of do it for fun? 
Yeah, so when I was in college, my freshman year of college, I went to Fairfield University in Connecticut, and I thought I really wanted to go there. I thought I really wanted to be close to New York City. I'm from um, the Northern Mass, Southern New Hampshire area, and I always thought, like, oh, I want to be near New York City and be in the city, Um, and Boston was too close to home. And I didn't get any, I didn't get into any of the schools I wanted to actually in New York City. So Fairfield is like a 20 minute train ride in. So I went there and it turns out that I didn't like being away from home and I was pretty like sad there. So I actually went and spoke to like a counselor at the health center and she was like, do you work out? I was like, I mean, I have a gym membership at home and I've been, but like, no, I don't consistently work out. She was like, you should really start going to the gym here because um, exercise is a great source of endorphins and getting your serotonin levels going. And I was like, okay, I'm willing to try literally anything because I'm so sad here. So I started waking up and going to the gym and I really did fall in love with it. And um, I ended up transferring schools. And when I was at my new school, I was still going to the gym and stuff, but I was like, I need like a hobby. Like this is fun, but I need like something else to distract me when I'm not at the gym. So I made like an Instagram account. And at the time it was a fitness Instagram account. And I would post like my workouts and stuff there. It was kind of just something to keep my mind off of being at school. And eventually over time, it like developed into more of a lifestyle kind of Instagram. And I just recently, and then like I started doing YouTube probably like a year in and then just beginning of this year, I was like not seeing a lot of growth on my Instagram. And I was like, it seems like TikTok is the way to go right now. Like so many girls that I was engaging engaging with on Instagram were growing rapidly. And the common denominator was that they were on TikTok. So I joined TikTok and got this like medley of social media going now. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of you have a lot of uh, things going right now on social media, which is great. You know, being able to expand to multiple platforms is great. And uh, I kind of agree with you when you were talking about, you know, working out and like pretty much for me, like the primary reason why I work out is to like release those endorphins to feel better mentally because working out is such like a mental clarity for me. Like it allows me to kind of like escape into like my own zone, you know, drown out any outside thoughts that I have or, you know, any outside stressors. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um it's also interesting that you say uh, you went to Fairfield because I'm actually from Fairfield County in Connecticut. That's where I grew up. And, uh, yeah. So I'm like 20 minutes out. I'm right there. Uh, but I, I do go to school um, in New Hampshire, to the University of New Hampshire now. Um, oh, I, my brother's there. I've got connections there. And you have connections to Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, that is very crazy. Small world. So yeah, we're, we're, it looks like we're from like the same area, um, which is cool. Um, so to, speaking of like, you know, college, I know you kind of went into it a little bit already, but you kind of just like generally describe your college experience, you know, if you can kind of just dive into that a little bit. Yeah, like I said, I was really homesick that first year because I was like three hours away from home and I didn't realize how homesick I would be um, because I always was like out with friends in high school and having sleepovers with people. I was never home in high school, so I didn't realize how much I was like, oh, I can totally go away from home. Like I'm never even home anyways, but at the end of the day in high school, I would be out and about, but I always had a home to come back to. Like I had a clean shower and my parents were here and like a home cooked meal every night. So I, that was kind of a shock going into college. And I definitely was like, I need to transfer and get a little closer to home. So I transferred to Providence college 
in Rhode Island for the remainder of my career. And I still had like those homesick tendencies there, even though I went home every single weekend. But I don't really, I'm not, like I said, I went out a lot in high school. I feel like I'm not like one of those people that was like, oh, I peaked in high school, but like I definitely had a good friend group and I did a lot of fun things in high school. So going to college, I feel like I got a lot of it out of my system, like a lot of the partying and like the drinking and the hanging out with friends and staying out late and all of that. So by the time I was in college, I almost want to say I matured out of it. And it just felt like a lot of people in college, like your first night in college, everyone's like, oh, where are you going tonight? Where are we going out tonight? Like you go to college and it's, you're like expected to go out. And I feel like a lot of people, their first night of college, their freshman year, basically the entire freshman year, that's all they want to do. And I had already grown out of that and I felt really lost and that really didn't go away my entire, entire college career because that first year when I was supposed to be out like partying and doing stuff I was just like chilling and focusing on me so I didn't really form that like big college friend group that you kind of just progress with throughout your four years there so I was kind of a loner in college I mean like I had a small friend group but yeah I didn't love the social aspect of college at all. Wow. that I mean, that's definitely, you know, it's crazy how similar we are right now because I'm currently in that boat. Like I'm currently a junior in college um, and my freshman year was like the year COVID hit. So like March 2020 was when COVID hit uh, my freshman year. So I got like, you know, like the real quote unquote college experience. Um, and like you said, like freshman year, that's kind of what all people are looking for. Um, so I kind of fell into that trap of, you know, dealing with this, uh, the pressures of going out every weekend, even though at the time that really wasn't what I was looking for. I kind of forced myself to go out because just like in general, I'd rather spend time either by myself or with, you know, close, you know, three or four close friends, as opposed to the typical like party scene, basement, hot, sweaty basement with hundreds of people. That's just like not really my scene. Um, but, and especially now after COVID, um, I, you know, during COVID, I found ways to enjoy, uh, you know, certain things by myself. I found more things I was getting into by myself. And then now that I'm back here, uh, people aren't really on that, you know, same level with me. You know, my, my closer friends were not really in the same boat. You know, they're still into the, you know, whole partying scene, which is totally fine. Like if that's why you're at college, you know, I, you know, no one's going to stop you. You know, I don't blame you, but, um, I feel like I'm not really on that path anymore. I'd rather, um, you know, focus on myself. I'm not really into drinking anymore. Um, I'd rather really just either, you know, focus on myself, my schoolwork, and uh, kind of just, I'm kind of over the college experience. I feel like it's, you know, very overrated after your freshman year. It seems like an endless cycle of uh, drinking all day, sleeping until two o'clock, then doing the exact same thing over and over again. And it's just, I'm kind of tired of it. <laughs> Honestly, if it was up to me, I'd rather just finish my degree online uh, and just be done with it. But, you know, I'm, I'm here, but, and I kind of re- agree with you, you know, I kind of feel like a loner at times. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, my roommate is kind of in the same boat. Like we have very similar mindsets, which is great. We have a lot to talk about in that mindset, but, you know, it's kind of tough when, you know, the majority of the, of the people that you spend time with, their mindsets are so much different than yours. Yeah, exactly. And that thing you said about, it's an endless cycle of people sleeping till two. And <laughs> that just like really hits home because I found that like, during the weeks of college, like Monday through Friday, I was fine because people are, they have a reason to be out. Like they're out and about, they're going to class, they have clubs, they're going to like, people have intent and reason to be out during the weekdays. So I was like totally fine during those days of school. And I really liked class and I did like learning. And 
but then as soon as Friday hit, um, at least at my school, like three o'clock, it was like a barren wasteland. No one was around. And that's when like the sadness kind of started to hit because I felt like really lonely then, like no one was around. And then at like nine o'clock, people would start to emerge. And then Saturday, they're gone all day sleeping. And then they start to come out at like three o'clock. And then Sunday, they're sleeping all day again. And that's why I couldn't even stand to be at college on the weekends. Like I went home every single time because I hated that empty campus feeling. Exactly. And uh, it's I think the hardest part about it is that that's expected to be like the norm in college. Like that's what you're supposed to be doing. So people like us who have similar mindsets, like we're considered to be like the outsiders. Um, You know, people think that's really weird. You know, if you don't drink in college, if you don't go out, people think you're, you know, you're weird. You're um, outside the box, I guess. And um, but in reality, I feel like, you know, our maturity levels are just we're way ahead, you know, we're focusing on ourselves, we're doing things to improve ourselves, because, you know, these, you know, everyone else who, you know, spends the majority of their college, you know, career, I guess, uh, being in class all week, not really paying attention to anything, just like, anticipating or, you know, anxiously waiting for that weekend when when they can just go out and party all weekend long, sleep all day, then, you know, rinse and repeat. Uh, It's really tough that like, you know, people who don't find interest in that um, are considered to be, you know, in the wrong I guess yeah it's it's crazy I just don't understand like I get it like you go to college you drink and I don't judge people for going on and drinking like whatever like do you go do your thing it's just like not for me and I found that like I got teased a lot almost like sometimes I like I did have like a small friend group and I would go out but like I just didn't want to drink like for me waking up and feeling like trash just wasn't worth it and like you'd I'd get teased like oh like Holly you have to drink tonight or you won't be fun or like if Holly's not drinking she won't be fun or just like saying things like that or like trying to make me a drink and like force not force me to drink it but like make me a drink and then just like I would have to sneak away and dump it down the sink because I'm like I'm not doing this right now it's just like don't I'm not judging you, so don't judge me. Exactly. And like, thankfully, you know, like none of my friends would like force me to drink or anything like that. But the societal pressure of needing to drink, you know, or else, you know, you quote unquote won't have fun. That always sticks in the back of my head. So I'm like, you know, I might just end up drinking anyways, because I don't want to deal with, you know, being the only one here that's not drinking. You know what I mean? But um, and it's also just tough because I, I hear, you know, the phrase a lot. I'm sure you've heard it, too, is that, um you know, you want to be doing this stuff now, like, these are, like, the most fun years of your life, but now that I'm thinking about it, you know, why would you want to, like, wouldn't you want to have fun for the rest of your life? Why would you want to just kind of keep it, you know, within your early 20s? I feel like the goal should be to to be able to have fun throughout your entire life. It's just finding different ways to have fun, but people think in college, like, this is, like, the time where you have to go all out, because after college, you're just going to be working for the rest of your life, but I feel like you should be able to find a fine line between, Uh, work life and leisure time and having fun for the rest of your life as opposed to just spending all of that time in college and kind of burning yourself out yeah I definitely agree I'm when everyone around me we were all graduating college everyone was like posting on Instagram and like Snapchat and all this stuff like oh my god I don't want to leave like blah 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 and I I mean like I get it you've lived with these people for four years you've seen them every day it's definitely like a sad thing you're going to be scattered across the country again and stuff but like 
I feel like the way these people were posting, it was like the end of the world. And I didn't feel any of that. Like I felt relief. I was like, I am out of here. I'm so glad that I can start working and making money. And it's like, I'm having more, I still don't really go out. And I never go out actually. I never go to like bars or clubs, but like I have like some friends around here and we'll go out to restaurants and have like a drink socially or like go to a concert. And I'm having like more fun now post-grad than I ever had in college. And I just would hate for those four years of my life to be like constantly looking back at them, just wishing that they would return. Right. Because a lot of people, a lot of people use the term peaked in high school, but really no one talks about peaking in college. And I, I would not, I would not want that to happen to me either. You know, I, the goal is to be able to, you know, I guess have fun for the rest of your life after college. You know, obviously, you know, it's important to have fun in college while you're here, but you don't want that to be the end all be all. Exactly. And it's totally valid to miss it. And like their memories, it's good times. I mean, I do have some parts of college that I'm like, oh, that was a good night or that was a fun time. But like, I just like, I want to look forward to the future. And there's just so much more other than college going on. Like you're starting a career now, you're out of college, you have your whole life ahead of you. Exactly. Um, And speaking of like, you know, living your best life, it seems like, uh, you you seem to be on the you know right track with that you know it seems like you know with you waking up every day at four a.m. starting your day off um, that that's a great routine it seems like you're getting yourself into is there a specific reason why you started waking up at four a.m. and getting your day started that early? Um, well, I when I first got out of college, one of my first jobs was like forty minutes away, and it was like pre-COVID, so I w- had just been getting out of. I woke up probably before my classes in college, probably like. 6 a.m. and went so I got into that routine of getting my workout done first thing in the morning and I've always just been like a naturally early riser and so then when I came out of college and got my job it was like 40 minutes away so I'm like I gotta wake up and do my workout before work because I know I'm not gonna get it done any other time of the day I'm just a morning person so I started waking up um at like 5 a.m. and going to the gym and going to work and then just like as I was getting more into my post-grad like gym routine I found that I really loved having longer workouts and just like really focusing on like muscle movements and including cardio after my weights and it was taking me longer to do my workout so I had to start waking up at 4 a.m and I really found pleasure in driving to the gym like in the dark and listening to music and drinking my pre-workout and so it's really become an enjoyable thing for me to wake up at 4 a.m and look forward to that it's not like I'm not literally I'm not dragging myself out of bed like the alarm goes off and I'm not like forcing myself to get out of bed like oh my gosh I don't want to do this like I am joyed to wake out of get up out of bed and wake up and start my day it's just really the highlight of my day that's awesome to hear. And I think one of like the best parts about waking up as early as you do, I mean, I don't know how you know crowded your gym gets early in the morning, but I think one of the best parts of working out early in the morning is that the gym is just so empty. Uh, yeah. You have just so much, it's like free range to all the equipment, anything you want. There's something just so like therapeutic about it. It's not that like you feel superior than other people, but it's like, wow, like I, you know, it's 7am and I've already done this, this, and this. Meanwhile, people, you know, went to bed at four in the morning and they're still, you know, they're, they're not, they're not going to wake up until noon, one o'clock. Uh, yeah. something about it. It's just so satisfying. <laughs> I know. I feel like you said, um, 
it's not like we're superior than anyone else I feel like there's a lot of misconception it's like I see TikToks all the time I know they're jokes but it's like oh when you're that friend that wakes up early and it's like all these jokes about like oh my gosh I went to the beach and I saw dolphins and blah 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 it's like making fun of waking up early but it's like it's not a superior superior I don't even know the word superior complex waking up early it just feels like you said, it feels good to wake up and at 7 a.m. I'm already home. My workout's done and I can start doing other things. Like before I start my nine to five job, I have me time. I can check on emails for like brand collapse or TikTok or Instagram and just do things that I don't have time to do during the day while I'm actually working. You just add so much more time to your day waking up early. Exactly. Like I know for me, you know, I, I've been waking up around like between like seven to eight. Uh, that's like been my sweet spot. Cause I, you know, I have 8am's pretty much every day, but, um, but even like on the weekends, you know, my, my body clock right now is like, I go to bed at like 11, 1130 and I wake up at seven thirty, eight o'clock. Uh, you know, I feel so rested. I, you know, I'm, I'm at the gym, you know, like my, my school's gym, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've been to the university in New Hampshire if your brother yeah. goes there, like, um, you know, it's it's a big campus, but if you're at the gym at you know nine a.m. on a Sunday, it's 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 empty. It, no one's there. Everyone is in bed, hungover. Uh, there's something about it. It just feels so good knowing that like I'm you know bettering myself um, for the long term. Um, exactly. It just feels so good. It's something something about it. Um, so I, I think that's great that you've developed such you know healthy habits. And I think we were talking about this earlier. People, you know, generally tend to like you said either frown on it or make fun of it for whatever reason, even though you know, we're bettering ourselves, like you shouldn't ever, you know, look down upon someone for bettering themselves, even if it's, you know, against societal norms. Yeah, exactly. It's, I think I made a, um, a TikTok about this a couple of weeks ago, but I was basically saying like, my friends now, like, and people were commenting like, those aren't real friends. Those are haters. Like, no, they're my friends. But like, um, um, we'll be out or at a restaurant and I'll be like, oh, I'm tired. And they'll be like, oh, they, oh, you got to wake up at 4 a.m. Like, you got to go to the gym. And they're not doing it to be mean, but they're just, like, teasing me. And someone actually commented on one of my videos and said, it's crazy that um, habits that are supposed – no, what was it? Society normalizes easy things, like going to bed late or sleeping late um, and hard things like waking up early or working out every day are considered weird because we just like don't normalize them and healthy habits aren't normalized. And if they are, if someone does have healthy habits and takes care of themselves, it kind of becomes a joke because of how unnormalized it is. And whether they mean to be mean or not, usually it's not malicious at all. It's just a joke. So I don't take it personally. It's not a normal thing in society to have healthy habits um, so you get poked fun out a lot and you just have to learn to take it because at the end of the day, you're here to focus on yourself and better yourself and do things for you. I absolutely agree. And, uh, just, you know, going off of, you know, uh, being content with yourself and self-love, um, how are you able to kind of, or did you ever struggle with doing, you know, the majority of tasks or daily things by yourself and not needing the company of other people or was it always a smooth sailing or did you have to kind of develop a certain mindset over time with that so um in high school i had this group of friends we were like airs we couldn't be separated we would do every single thing together and i was like i said earlier i was never home i was always out with my friends it was like a group of four of us we did everything together 
And when I went to college, of course, I had to learn to survive without them. And just through time, we all drifted apart that freshman year and kind of stopped talking, which is a different story and kind of shitty, but um, it happens when you go to college, you drift away from home friends. And so I had like a very, it was a shock to go from being with people all the time. And like, I literally did nothing by myself in high school just to like go to the mall by myself was a huge task because I always had these girls with me. So when we all drifted, it was a really big shock. I had to learn to do things by myself. But I think that um, going to the gym really helped me overcome that because whether you have friends or not going to the gym and working out is a very personal thing. Like, yeah, you can go with people and you can like switch off sets and stuff. But at the end of the day, um, everyone's wearing headphones at the gym and everyone's there to focus on themselves. So I think um, adding the gym and just working out to my routine, especially runs, um, they've really just helped me easily transition from going from having a big group of friends to being kind of a loner. And now I do literally everything by myself and I love it. If someone cancels plans, I'm like, thank God. Like, honestly, I'd rather be by myself. I go get food by myself. I go shopping by myself. I'll drive to like the beach by myself. And it's honestly like just so therapeutic to be by yourself and do things. It's the most pure time you can have to be with your thoughts and just focus on things that you genuinely enjoy without opposing forces coming at you, telling like telling you how you should act or making you do things that you necessarily don't want to do. Definitely. I think you, you kind of just alluded to it a little bit, but um, yeah, like when, you know, when people cancel plans on me, I'm kind of the same way. I'm kind of like, oh, you know, you know, it sucks, but like, I'm kind of not too upset about it because like when you, when you're doing things by yourself, you don't have to wait on people. You don't have to, I don't know, consider their decisions. You don't have to, you know, do anything like that. And uh, yeah, being by yourself truly is a, it's a wonderful thing once you kind of get past that mindset of you don't need the company of others to have a good time. Like I know for me, that was kind of a tough transition. Um, you know, last year, uh, like my first year of college back from COVID, I spent a good amount of time alone and I wasn't quite sure how to really deal with it. I got massive amounts of FOMO. I wasn't even sure why, because I know the party scene was even for me, but I was still getting FOMO over those specific parties or big events uh, just because I was like afraid to spend time by myself. But over this past year, I've, you know, truly been able to enjoy time with myself and you know, kind of understanding like, dude, like, you know, you, you don't really miss these events as much as, as you think you do or these parties, like, you know, it's not your scene. Like if you went, you'd be there for like 45 minutes, get really bored and just want to go home. Uh, so it's kind of accepting that, like, you know, the fact that it's okay to spend a bunch of time by yourself. Uh, you can do so many things by yourself and it's such a great time. You don't have to rely on the company of other people. Um, it, it really truly is just a wonderful thing. Yeah, it really is. I think that everyone should, whether you have a whether you like being with a big group of friends or not, I definitely think everyone needs to learn to appreciate being by themselves and be content with being by yourself. Because no matter how many friends you have, there's always going to be a time where you are alone and you don't want that to be a sad thing that you have to deal with. Exactly. And like, you know, if someone is kind of looking to figure out how to spend more time by, or more time by themselves and not feel worried about getting judged... I mean, first of all, everyone's just too focused on themselves anyways. Like if you were, you know, to go out to eat by yourself, which the first time I ever did that, that was a very scary thing. But when I realized when I did that and nothing happened, I was like, oh, that really wasn't that bad. And it was relatively peaceful. Like I had a great time. Like, you know, I went 
I was able to go when I wanted to. I was able to leave when I wanted to. Um, and just kind of getting that past or just kind of getting past that feeling of or worry of being judged by others, just getting past that feeling. It's so rewarding because, um, you know, a lot of people tend to, I guess, frown upon people who are, who spend time by themselves or people, you know, they may view them as awkward, but, uh, you know, like you said, being by yourself is like one of the best things you can possibly do for yourself to not only improve yourself when you're alone, but also it, you know, kind of helps you when you're with other people in a way. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's it's a wonderful thing to, you know, spend time alone. For sure. Definitely a must-do <laughs> if you are not content with it. You should get used to it. I know, yeah. It's like it's like the little things, you know, like I said, like going out to eat, you know, going on a walk by yourself is so wonderful. It's so therapeutic. You know, putting a podcast, you just, or, you know, be alone with your own thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, you know, a lot of people tend to worry about, you know, the differences between being alone and feeling lonely. Um, but just, you know, and I get it, you know, feeling lonely is a, is a terrible feeling. Uh, but just kind of reiterating your reiterating to yourself that like, no matter what, you know, you you do have people close to you in your life, regardless of, you know, even if they're not necessarily around you right now, like I know, for me, when I'm, you know, when I'm at school, uh, you know, three hours away from my family, there are times where I get very lonely. Uh, mm-hmm. cause if I decide not to go out to this party and everyone else is there and I'm like, Oh, like I'm the only one that's not there. You know, I kind of, I kind of miss being around people right now. But like, if I feel lonely, I know that like, regardless, there are, you know, people in my life who do care about me and that's really all that matters. It's all about quality over quantity. I agree. And there's, de- yeah, there's definitely a difference between being alone and being lonely. Like when I was at college, I've never felt more lonely in my life, even though there was always people around me, but now at this point in my life when I'm actually alone, like in my house by myself or doing things by myself, even though I'm physically alone, I don't feel lonely. So definitely a big difference between lonely and being alone. Exactly. And it's kind of cool that, you know, for you, especially you can kind of broadcast that to other people. And I'm sure that's helped, you know, so many people to kind of uh, kind of guide them to learning to love spending time by themselves, like seeing someone else do it, uh, who's within like the demographic, you know, early 20s, you know, seeing someone do that, that's probably huge for other people. So it's great that you're kind of broadcasting that to the world. Oh, for sure. I get messages like that all the time. They're like, you've helped me so much. And it's like, I'm sure you get messages like <laughs> that too with what you're doing. And it's like, it's overwhelming. It's like, I don't know how to properly say thank you and show you the gratitude that your message made me feel like all I can do is be like, thank you so much. And like type that back. But I feel like that doesn't properly express how grateful I am that they like sent me that message and how like my content actually impacts them. I know seriously, like, you know, well, yeah, I'm the same way. Like it doesn't even feel real. Like I, you know, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard to fathom sometimes you know, if you get a certain message or like, I know like there was, you know, there's been a couple of times where I've, I've experienced a slight, like, you know, a slight burnout effect where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of getting just a little tired right now of posting, you know, I'm not really up for it right now. But then I get like a message saying, dude, like your videos have helped me out so much. Like it's, it's unreal. And then I'm like, wow, like that just motivated me to like continue doing this. Cause like, this is why I started doing this, you know, to help people, to help, to make people feel, make people feel less alone. Like, just seeing little comments like that, it's it's so hard to believe that like, you know, what I'm making is actually impacting people's lives. Like that's just it's so hard to believe sometimes. 
I know it's crazy. And just like, if there's any small creators out there listening, it's like, like you said, there is a burnout and it's so easy to compare yourself to what others are doing and how many followers others are gaining or how many views other people are getting. But there's always like at least one person out there who's a dedicated follower of your content. And they're always are looking to see what you're doing and what you're posting and your content could be impacting just, even if it's just one person, like there's intent and reason to keep going. Exactly. Yeah. All you need is one person. Like I think, you know, the number one cause of burnout is getting too focused or hyper-focused on what the numbers are telling you. Um, Cause like you said, you know, comparing yourself to other people who are like within your kind of, you know, target audience range or who post similar content than you do, you know, comparing yourself to those people, it's only going to do you harm in the long run and in the short term. Um, so just really just kind of taking a step back, realizing, okay, this video helped four people. Like, that's incredible. You know, even if it was only four people, that's something that should, you know, like, that's an incredible accomplishment. Like, you shouldn't, you know, take that in a negative way. Um, it's, yeah, like, it's just, you know, because a uh, comparison is really the uh, the thief of joy. I, I love that quote. Um mm. Yeah, so just not comparing yourself to other people if you're creating, just focusing on yourself, just making sure you're, you know, you're better than the day before. Um, and just, yeah, if you, if you can help out even one person, then, that, then like your, your reason for, you know, creating content has been accomplished. Yes, I totally agree. Um, okay, well, you know, I think that's all we have. You know, I, Holly, I really do appreciate you coming on. Uh, I think you shed some great insight on all the topics we hit. Um, I, I, I really do appreciate you coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. This is very exciting. This is my first, like, I've done a podcast before with, like, my Instagram, but this is my first, like, TikTok-scouted podcast, and this was great. Definitely had a great conversation with you, and I feel like we, this podcast will definitely, there's probably a lot of people out there that can relate to us. Like, if I had heard this podcast when I was in college, I would have felt less alone. Like, oh, there's other people out there that relate to me so hopefully just one person listening can relate to this exactly yeah because it's kind of hard to like to express those feelings and but just like hearing other people talk about it and expressing it in their own way yeah it, it could go a long way for someone else um yeah so holly I, re- I really appreciate you coming on um hope you have a great rest of your day um yeah, yeah. yeah. all right thank you for listening have a great day everyone <laughs>